What does it mean to be rich? Is it having more stories to share or time to give? Is it being able to keep your loved ones close or travel somewhere far away? At Edward Jones, we believe the key to being rich is knowing what counts. Your dedicated financial advisor will take a comprehensive approach to your financial strategy to help support what truly matters to you. EdwardJones.com slash findyourrich. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Time for this morning's edition of Tech Check and our Deirdre Bosa looking at some of the math on today's M&A, which there was a lot yeah. of D. Yeah, I thought we could dig a little deeper into that Endeavor WWE deal. So it, vol- it values WWE at $9.3 billion, UFC at 12.1. But Wells Fargo calculates UFC's value significantly lower at just $9.4 billion. So how do you get to that 12? Well, this chart really says a lot here. That big blank space for UFC That is the key variable, and that will determine what the market is willing to pay for the new company when it does go public. So the chart on your screen, it represents the average annual contract increases for major sports. The NFL TV rights contract, which begins in 2024, it saw a 73% bump from the previous one. NBA TV rights, signed in 2017, nearly tripled, while NHL rights, that was more recently signed, more than tripled. So what this also says is that TV rights contracts have been one of the most lucrative investments of the last decade plus in 2010 total annual tv rights for sports and major conferences it was at about 6.3 billion dollars this year it's expected to be at around 17 billion dollars that is a return of 170 percent pretty good but you got to consider as well that if you held the s&p you'd be up more than 250 percent looking forward though there is the big tech factor that could keep the money rolling in. Amazon, Google, Apple, talk about them a lot. They're the new entrants in the space, and they are paying up Google. Remember, $2 billion a year for the NFL Sunday ticket package, roughly $500 million more than what DirecTV currently pays. And there's Apple, of course, agreeing to more than double Major League Soccer's annual rights payments with a 10-year, $2.5 billion deal for the global rights to 1,000 games. So the big question here, guys, for the new UFC WWE entity, can they leverage their combined scale in live sports and entertainment? A lot is going to rest on the upcoming rights expirations for both WWE and UFC, but Ari Emanuel and Vince McMahon, they may need nothing less than a TKO to win over Wall Street. <laughs> 18 minutes past the hour. Let's get a tech check with Deirdre Bosa. Hi, Deirdre. Hey, guys, you teed it up perfectly before the break. The startup world is supposed to be high risk, high reward, but it has certainly changed amid rising interest rates. And the kind of deals Mm -hmm. getting done has changed, too. And today, maybe in a sign of the times, a startup getting funded is not promising to change the world. It's just helping tech companies invest in boring treasuries, or maybe we should say relatively boring treasuries. Zamp Finance, it is a treasury management platform that partners with BNY Mellon to allow companies to invest surplus cash in U.S. Treasury bills and notes, essentially acting as a corporate treasurer, letting the startup focus on what it does best, its core operations. Now, here's why that's interesting. The implosion of SVB Bank was a wake-up call. Yes, startups, they need to innovate and disrupt, but it's also now clear that they need to think about protecting their cash against bank failures and other uncertainties. So who is backing this startup may be even more interesting. Zamp's latest $20 million round had participation from the CEOs of Uber and DoorDash, as well as Marcelo Clare, key architect of SoftBank's Vision Fund, and a former executive chairman of WeWork. In other words, these are the people who have run some of the most unprofitable tech companies or funds in recent years. They're kind of the poster children of high-risk, high-reward. 
the idea that the executives that ran these companies and funds during that low interest rate boom times, that they're now bullish on Treasury management, really underlines 2023 as the era of conservative spending and cost cutting. Meanwhile, guys, another indication of the age of austerity for even the profitable mega cap tech companies. Google also still cutting, but just around the edges, snack bars, and staplers are the latest under pressure. I don't know if you saw, we have it here, Jen Elias's latest article, but even staplers, guys, staplers. are getting cut out. I, I, take away my coffee. <laughs> take away Not my desk lamp, but <laughs> leave my stapler. You will pry it from my cold, dead hands, it just reminds me as of that, Charlton Heston once said. Remember that movie, Office Space, where the guy's going around, and he's like, but my stapler, who's got my stapler? Did you yeah. take my, anything I mean, that's but the stapler? That's going to be it at Google, right? That if you are cutting down on staplers, everybody's going to be searching for them. Does that, I wonder if that's going to be a problem for team morale. Stapler. <laughs> um, well, you could argue that maybe the masseuses that were cut in the last round is worse for team morale. But in all seriousness, guys, I mean, that is serious. The masseuses were cut. But in all seriousness, yes, team morale. At the other, on the other hand, though, I mean, Google has done less cuts than some of the other big tech companies. So while you may lose your stapler and your snack bar and your lunchtime masseuse, you might still have a job, right? Analysts, Wall Street. Um, often say that maybe they you should know, be cutting more. So, back to your back to your first back to your first topic, which was the use of of T bills as a as a place yeah. for cash for corporate treasuries, and, and I understand it. I mean, I understand that the idea that that these companies are afraid that they may fall victim to a bank uh, issue like Silicon Valley Bank. At the same time, they most certainly have fallen victim to the idea that bankers don't want to pay much on deposits at all. <laughs> And yeah. so they're going out uh, into the Treasury market mm -hmm. where they can get uh, 4% or more on their idle cash. That's a great point, because even if you're not worried about a bank run or a bank failure, yes. this whole episode has taught these startups, okay, they're parking millions of dollars in most cases for seed rounds, latest fundraising rounds in the bank. And if you're not earning anything on that, why not put it in a short-term T-bill, right? So there was sort of this financial literacy here in the Valley that, you know, proper cash management, that's what this company does. Says You as the founder, you don't have to worry about it. Just worry on the disruption or whatever you're trying to create. Let us handle sort of these short-term investments so at least you're earning something. Deirdre Boza, hide your stapler. <laughs> See ya. Thank you, Deirdre. Thank you, Deirdre. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.